when you're in rest mode you are tuning in more to who you truly are you tune in to your truth you get guidance you get downloads you get answers you get clarity you create spaciousness this so much is actually created within the rest realm welcome to the words of wisdom podcast this is the place to be to raise the consciousness within in order to create a life and business of ease flow and freedom this podcast offers inspiring stories strategies and special guests to help you become your most aligned self I am Minerva Maharaj, a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer turned ICF accredited spiritual life coach, founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching, and Star Seed Academy Coach Training. My soul's mission is to show you the impossible is truly possible. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Let's get to awakening your soul's wisdom. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj, and you may be noticing that I'm sounding a little zenned out, <laughs> as the kids say. I'm in a really relaxed state, and I was inspired to record this episode for you. That is around getting into this relaxed state, and in fact, how to create more rest for yourself because when you're in a restful mode you actually create more for yourself when you're in rest mode you are tuning in more to who you truly are you tune in to your truth you get guidance you get downloads you get answers you get clarity you create spaciousness this so much is actually created within the rest realm and when we can do that and learn how to create that and incorporate that more in our life, then we will learn how to create more of what it is that we want in our life. So in fact, I truly believe that rest is such an important part of creation and creating and manifesting. I use creating and manifesting as the same. Sometimes I stay away from manifesting because it makes people think that it's something so magical and out there that happens to them and not something that happens within them and for them. So I do use it interchangeably, manifesting and creating, because we are manifestors, we are creators, and everything we have, we have co-created and is part of a co-creation and in partnership with that of the universe. And the universe is actually just responding to us and working with us with whatever it is that you will into life that you want to create and create from the soul. Uh, when you're creating from the soul, then you're creating something that is in alignment to the truth of who you are and what you're meant to experience and what God's source, energy, whatever your word is, has intended for you. But really what this episode is about are 10 ways to create more rest in your life so that that can go towards your creations and what it is that you want to create. And I know it's something that one of two things, you actually desire more rest in your life. You wish you can create it, but you don't know how. And so I want to give you 10 suggestions. Um, you can choose even just one or two, or maybe this inspires something else I don't even have on my list, but either you crave it, you wish you can have more of it, or you actually detest it. Like you don't want it because you feel that it's going to actually set you back in what it is you want to create. So 
if you are open to the idea of incorporating rest into your life and to explore that more to see what can come of it, or you do know that rest is so crucial to your creation that you just come out more energized and you're flourishing and you thrive in that and so much comes out out of the rest stage and you see the value in that and you want to incorporate more of that into your life then this episode is for you i'll just quickly share like rest for me as a manifester in human design is crucial to my creating and every time i'm in a rest mode in the past, a lot of it has come from burnout because I was forced to rest. But then when I gave myself that true, nurturing, rejuvenating rest, my next idea for my program will come or I would even get a request to work with me privately. More would just come from it. Like the ideas, the, the inspiration, the the income, it just always comes. Something always comes. So creation always comes from rest for me. So I invite you to explore like how does rest play a role in your life and how much do you value rest and do you see the value of rest in your life and what greatness has come from rest in your life on top of feeling so good and nourishing for your body. Um, And that's what we need to start doing is nurturing that more and reconditioning the meaning of what rest is and the value it has in our lives in our society, in our culture, and in our family. It's going to take some reprogramming within you and probably those around you in your society, in your culture, in your family, but it's only up to you to do that and to give yourself that sleep deprivation, losing sleep, hustling, and burnout is more glorified than sleep is, than rest is. So it's going to take some conditioning. It's going to take, maybe it'll trigger you, or maybe you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do this anyway, because I see the value and that's where I'm at. And the more I lean into it, the more I nourish it in my life, the more I see the beautiful benefits and the flourishing of so much in my life on every level, my energy, my health, my finances, my business, my family life, me as a mother. So here are 10 ways to incorporate rest in your life as rest for me equals creation. So the more you incorporate rest in your life, the more you can create in your life, anything that you want, and it'll go towards the greater manifestations of what you are calling in into your life. So number one, take a day off. Take a day off and what I would recommend is take it off before you think you need that day off and don't wait until you're burnt out, you're fried, you're tired, you're sick before you take a day off. What also blows my mind is a lot of people who have quote unquote steady jobs and nine to five jobs and they have vacation to take or sick days to take and they don't take it. It really just blows my mind. I have so many people in my circle with that. I'm like, just take a day off. She's like, but I can't. But I'm, well, I'm like, don't you have sick days? Yeah, but I'm not really that sick. Or I don't know, like, I'm not going to lie. I've called in sick when I haven't been sick. So why not do that if it's towards like my spirit was sick, right? Like I wasn't, my energy was sick. I was not feeling well. I wasn't feeling my best. So take that rest for yourself. Now you may be judging me and that's totally fine. I receive that. I allow that. But it always re- replenished me. I always felt better. I took the energy that I needed and I always returned with more vengeance, more energy, more productive and effective for my employers in the end and even for my own business. So take a day off. And even if you can, I would challenge you schedule a day right now in 
your calendar for every month for the rest of the year. Just go ahead and take that day off. Schedule that in. Number two, a period pause. Now I'm working with two business coaches right now. One is uh, incorporates a lot of holistic and your natural health. And one of the things she's taught me is she has a period policy where her, her and everyone in her business takes their period off. Like when they're on their period, they take those three to five days off and they don't talk. They don't do any work. They don't get in touch. They don't communicate with anyone at work. They just take that time off. And she just reminded me about it in certain cultures that when a woman has their period, they just retreat and be with themselves and no one goes near them, talk to them, and they just allow them to just nurture themselves. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to give that space to yourself and to really, uh, it's metaphorical as well, but like not only are you physically like shedding and bleeding as part of the biology of your body, but also, I'm sorry if I'm not saying the right words, but you know, just flow with me here. Um, but you're shedding in the physical level, but also on the spiritual energetic level. Like what is it that you need to release? What is it that you need to let go? What is it that you are shedding in your life right now? And I gave myself that like a period pause for like three days. And honestly, even though it wasn't a hundred percent of me being checked out because I have two kids and I still have my two businesses, but I didn't do much really didn't do any work except for the last day. I'm just being transparent here. But even in that, I want to work up towards taking complete period pause. But even within those two days of like really just being and giving myself space, more permission to rest, so much came up. I was more in tune with my body. Um, I got new awarenesses in my business. I was more um, intentional. I had more ahas of what it is I need to release in my mindset, in my money, in my business for my next level. Just more came up by just resting, by just being. And then I would have more of that energy and intention and vengeance when I'm in the next cycle and the next phase of the cycle. So taking that period pause, it's so interesting. If you're interested in more, just like DM me on Instagram, a goddess wisdom coach, because I'm like so intrigued in this because I'm really seeing the benefits of it. Number three, postpartum healing. So I'm about 11 months postpartum with my second child, my son, and I did take some time off. However, I don't think I truly really gave myself that saturated time to really just disconnect and be in that winter, to be in that void and to really allow my body and my mind and myself, my spirit to heal and process what happens. Because for those who have given birth to those who want to give birth and even those who don't want to give birth, it doesn't matter. Like when you think about the postpartum stage, how many times do you create and birth something into this world or go through a big life change or go through a health change or a physical change, whatever big change or something that you birth into this life or even a new version of yourself, whatever it is that you have birthed into this world, how many times have you given true space to heal and feel and process so quickly we are on to the next, we're on to creating more, to doing the next thing, to figure it out and to keep going. And very little do we give ourselves space and time to process, to nurture, to heal, to feel, 
to really allow things to reveal. And I'm 11 months in, and let me tell you, I'm still going through postpartum healing and learning so much more about just the process, not even just the process of birthing, but so much more about myself that I have birthed into this world. And so much just keeps coming up and evolving and shifting and healing in my health, in my finances, in my business. And thankfully, because of the support I've allowed in and the intentions I've set for myself, I keep healing, revealing more and more of myself. And this postpartum part and this healing part is allowing me to become more and more of who I am and who I want to be in the next level version of me. And I'm seeing that more and more now because I'm moving through this stage intentionally, slowly, with grace. Well, I mean, even when I say grace, grace doesn't mean you don't cry, you don't have your bad days and such. But I'm just really being mindful and being aware in this postpartum stage. And so whether it's postpartum of birthing a child or postpartum and anything that you have birthed into this world, a new version of you created something in your life, in your career, in, you know, a change in your body, whatever it is, how often do you give yourself the space to really process, to really just be with what is, to heal to allow yourself to be in a winter and really just sit in it? Or do you feel like you have to rush out of it and climb out of that winter and just want spring and summer to arrive, right? So whatever your winter is, give yourself that deep space to really heal and hibernate if you must. Number four, create a pre-rest routine. So often I was just having this talk with a client that we try to go to bed and we try to like fall asleep right away because we think because we're tired, we should fall asleep or because it's 10 or 11 o'clock or whatever time you set for yourself to go to sleep, you should just fall asleep or because it's nighttime, you should just fall asleep. It doesn't always happen that way. Yeah, you can fall asleep by being exhausted, but what is the quality of your sleep? So I would recommend creating a pre-rest routine, whatever name you want to give it, but pre-rest routine. So creating a routine for yourself before you fall asleep. So what are the things that you can do uh, or need to have in place in order to have a restful sleep? So for me, it's having like a nice hot shower. I play some relaxing evening music. I have my diffuser going on. I have dim lights. I light a candle um, and I have a journal by my bed and that allows me to empty out whatever I need to empty out of my mind and whatever is on my mind or heart or in my body. It could be something that's bothering me or it could be something I'm like feeling very excited about too, right? So that stuff can just kind of stimulate me and keep me up. So I just have this journal to really just empty out whatever it is without thinking and having to process things and just empty out and take it out of my mind, body, and soul and onto paper. And I just feel like I'm a, a clear vessel to sleep. Now, I don't do that every single night. I do that most nights, um, but I do notice a difference on the nights I do do it versus the nights I don't do it. So create a pre-rest routine for yourself so that the quality of sleep is better for you. Even if you don't have a long length of time, the quality of the time that you do sleep will feel better. Number five, is laying in shavasana or just laying down completely? So if I have, um, I don't do a lot of back-to-back uh, -back client sessions. I really limit the private clients I work with. And then I space out when I do do group programs and stuff like that, because I don't like having jam-packed days. I do need a lot of space and time in my schedule. Um, but if it happens to be a 
fuller day in my schedule, I do take the time to lay down, especially if I'm feeling, I'm feeling my nervous system just kind of on the go. I'm just going, 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 the adrenaline's going. I take a moment to even just lay down even for five minutes in Shavasana. So for those who don't know, um, you just lay down on your back on a mat or even on the bed or on a couch. And it just helps calm my nervous system. And I take some deep breaths. So just setting a timer for five minutes or as long if maybe you don't need a timer. If you can't do the timer, that's even better. Um, because that means you're not really rushing yourself. But in those times where I just need, I have a busier, fuller day, I will make sure I lay in Shavasana for even five minutes. And I just nerf, notice everything just kind of come down to a more restful state. And then I can create from that place and I go on and do from that place. So as you can see so far, some of these things are a little lengthier, some of them are shorter, and you can customize these in any way. You don't have to do all of them. I just encourage you to pick at least one or two that really stands out for you and play around with how rest feels in your life and incorporating that more in your life to see the benefits in every way in your life. Uh, number six, sit in mother nature, go in your backyard, take your shoes off, put your feet in the ground. Um, even just putting out, if you can lay down with your back to the soil or just have your feet to the soil, it is so healing. Or if you could go by the lake, go somewhere else, sit down and just sit in mother nature, just be with mother nature without, without having to do, think or read. I mean, you could do that too. That always feels good, but really allowing yourself and creating that space and submerging yourself in mother nature and notice how quickly you can restore yourself and tune into the vibration of mother nature. When you tune into the vibration of mother nature, you're in a restful state. It just feels so nourishing to just tune your vibration to mother nature. However way you want to do that in your backyard, going for a hike, driving to go to the nearest lake, whatever you have to do, just go and be with mother nature. And that will help restore your energy and, and return to a restful state. Number seven, saying no saying no. One thing I say no to is working evenings and weekends. If someone's asked me, are you available this night? And I am available in my calendar. I will say no, because I'm not available for that thing. I'm only available for rest. I'm only available to do my reading. I'm only available to do what it is I want to do. And I don't need to justify that or clear out, just not available. So start saying no, and also start saying, I'm not available for that. So what are you making yourself available for? And start saying no to the things you really don't want to be available for. Number eight. Oh, this is my favorite. This is exciting for me. Take a weekend away alone. A weekend away alone. And if you can't work up to a weekend yet, that's okay. Take a day off. Take an extra day off because I already told you to take a day off. But taking a weekend away. Now, something I'm doing, I booked a retreat um, it got canceled for whatever reason. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to going away. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take that money and put it towards my own retreat. So I booked this beautiful inn and spa, and I'm just going to go away from a Friday to Sunday. I'm going to go for my walk. I'm going to yoga. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to order room service. I'm going to nap. I'm going to read if I want. I'm going to do whatever I want to do, whatever is restful for me. And and not be at anyone's beck and call and not going to be with the children, not going to be with the husband. I'm going to miss them dearly. I'm, you know, I'm going to really do my best to 
not call and check in every minute. Um, but I also know how nourishing that's going to be for my mind, body, and soul and how much fuller I'm going to be and be an overflow when I return to them. And they're going to love that. They're going to benefit from that. And so it took some time to work up to that because I booked this um, one or two more times. And for various reasons, it got canceled. But I think it was also on an unconscious energetic level. I was refusing it. I wasn't allowing it for myself. So just because I'm doing these things, and I also know because of a lot of conditioning in you know families and societies and our cultures that doesn't support rest and judges self-care and judges time off to ourselves, especially for moms. I've worked through that, let me tell you. So it's not quote unquote easy, but it can't, you have to work through this stuff. So if anything's coming up, it's not a reason to say no and not do these things. You just got to work through that. So even this weekend, I'm just so looking forward to it. And I'm in a, a receiving place for this. I'm so ready for it. Create that weekend for yourself, that dream weekend for yourself where you feel nourished and rested. And I'll let you all know, I'll probably do a podcast maybe when I'm away. Cause when I'm rested, all these ideas come flooding in, but I will update you on that at some point. Number nine, breathing. So not that this should be like, okay, if you don't have time to rest, do this breathing exercise, but do this breathing exercise because you can breathe at any time. And actually breathing is the quickest way to rest, to, to feel return to a restful state. Cause often when we're like in fight or flight mode and often we're in like in, you know, stress mode and how we're operating in a frantic mode and rushing and busy mode. And it affects our breathing patterns and often it'll be shallow. It may not be as deep or sometimes you wouldn't even breathe at all. As crazy as that sounds, but there's moments I would catch myself where I would have to take a deep breath and realize I wasn't breathing. I was like holding my breath for a really long time with like writing a text or writing an email or reading something. So practicing your breathing. And one thing I love to do that helps calm my nervous system is do I, I do four, pause, eight. So I breathe in for four. I go, I breathe in for four. So I go one, two, three, four, breathe in. I pause one, two, three, four, and I breathe out slowly for eight. Breathe in for four, pause for four, exhale for eight. And even right there, I can just feel my body soften. It helps me slow down. It helps me return to a more regulated, restful state. So that's something you can do at any time. I do it throughout the day now, morning, middle of the day, when I'm working, when I catch myself stressed, when I catch, catch myself in busy mom mode, when I catch myself even being frantic for no reason, because it's been a habit for a long time that I'm breaking. Um, as I'm regulating, learning to regulate my nervous system, especially that's one of the biggest learnings I've taken away from my postpartum healing is um, healing my nervous system and breath has been a huge part of it. And it helps you return to a restful state. So if you feel like you're strapped for time, do this breathing exercise, the four, pause, eight, breathe in for four, pause for four and exhale for eight. You could do any number, but those are the numbers that stick in for me. So breathing will help return you to a restful state. And when you're in a more restful state and a calmer state, your mind returns to a more receptive state. And that's where you can think clearer. You can do things in an easier, more 
intentional way um, and get a different result when you are operating from a more rest and digest state versus from a more fight or flight frantic state. So that's number nine. And finally, number 10, take a nap. Even if it's five minutes or 10 minutes, take a nap. Even if it's just laying down and you don't actually fall asleep, go rest. Take a nap, shut everything off, even if it's just 20 minutes. Get yourself in that habit of be giving yourself rest in the middle of the day and not waiting for rest at just at the end of the day. I know that might be a little hard to work into your schedule now, so explore that one. But if it's something you've always kind of been wanting to do, I wish I could nap. I wish I could nap. Start with maybe even the weekend. For me, I would have to, I would ask my husband, you know, my goal this weekend is to take a nap at around three o'clock. So would you mind watching the kids during that time? I mean, he's very hands-on, but being setting that clear intention and informing what it is that I need um, so that I set up, you know, and support myself with getting that rest and that nap, whether I actually fall asleep or not. Um, but napping is just feels so good. It's so restorative. It gives you that time for your body to rest, your mind to rest, to return your, your breathing to a more regulated pattern. So those are my 10 for you. Day off, period pause, postpartum healing, a pre-rest routine, laying in Shavasana or just laying down, sitting in mother nature, saying no, saying you're not available, taking a weekend away alone. And by the way, I'll be doing that quarterly for myself is the intention. Nine, breathing. And number 10, napping. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know which one you're going to try. I honestly want to hear. Let me know which one you do try and how it feels. And when you really do this, do this with intention. Do it with potency. Really dive into it and surrender into it. Even if it's just laying down and just noticing what your body feels like, just be intentional with each of these and notice how your body feels in relationship to rest and see how it grows as you rest and how this contributes to your manifestations, to your creations of the next level. I love you all so much. I hope this resonates with you. If you are looking to go deeper and you've been thinking of working together and taking your creations and bringing them into reality, then my expansion private coaching program may be for you. So check it out at Goddess of Wisdom Coach or check the podcast notes and apply for a spot today or DM me at Goddess of Wisdom Coach so that we can talk if you are ready to dive deep and just make your manifestations happen and come into the next level. Sending you all so much love and light. Looking forward to our next episode.